0: Hey, what's up? It's Mike and David, the hosts of the Humble Threads podcast.
1: Thank you for checking out our show. Our earlier episodes have great content, but the audio recordings were not the
0: best. However, we have a large catalog of episodes and invite you to skip around and check them
1: out in any order you like. We upload bi-weekly and are available on all podcast platforms. Stay up to date with us on Instagram at HumbleThreads.network.
0: And as always, stay humble.
1: Hey guys, it's David from the Humble Thread Podcast. Just wanted to give you a heads up. This episode has some technical difficulties with microphones, so I really hope you guys hang in there with us. Please enjoy the episode. Um, I promise next episode we will be using a different recording software. Right now we are using Streamlabs, and that's honestly not a podcast recording software. We will be using um, an Adobe software next episode, so Please enjoy the episode. Once again, we apologize. We want to give you guys the best content we can give you. So if you can, still like it. Still give us some stars on whatever podcast or listening app you have. And we'll catch you guys next time. Stay humble. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Humble Threads Podcast. I am David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. And I hope you guys are having an excellent week. I know we are on the hump day, so this is going to help you get through that hump. Uh, I hope we can uh, brighten that that Wednesday for you. Um, or Thursday, actually. I think Thursday. Thursday is when you'll get it. Wednesday night is when it should be up. But yeah, okay. Um, but we got a lot of stuff we're talking about today. I completely <laughs> forgot because I was like, yeah, I posted you know, uh, Wednesday night so that way you all have it Thursday. So that hopefully that helps you yeah. look forward to something, you know, Wednesday, because, you know, we'll be there Thursday for you, but uh, we'll be talking about a lot of different things today, there's a lot going on, I think we'll be a lot more personal today about things we've been seeing, things that we've been interested in, Um, but there's a lot of new stuff out, Mike, there's a lot of new stuff, you brought something to my light, but I want to ask you, how has your life been this week, how's it been going, or two weeks, since I haven't talked to you?
0: right yeah it's been a minute so like yeah. i mean things are going things are going well uh, my wife has has been at her new job and she's mm-hmm. finally through training um things are going well she's excited to finally like hit the floor and like start doing the thing that she's been trained to do um, which is excellent um we've both been uh, absolutely like obsessed i mean as everyone is these days with TikTok and like youtube <laughs> and, and everything like that um mostly mostly on her end is mostly just you know watching and enjoying um, mm-hmm, And on my mm-hmm. end, it's creating uh, yo-yo content over on my TikTok. But one thing that, like, I wanted to bring to the table, something that I I kind of fell across uh, about a week ago, um, didn't know really what power it really held, but this thing called YouTube Shorts. Now. I, you know, not not a sponsor whatsoever, but but mm-hmm. I want to talk to you guys about YouTube Shorts because YouTube Shorts, I think, is gonna be the next big thing. When it, uh, in comparison to like what TikTok does with like those like sixty second quick videos, mm-hmm. uh, they are portrait filmed like horizontal um, videos. The ty- type of videos you would typically never want to put onto YouTube because you always want to film, um, you know, uh, in in the horizontal, not the vertical mode. Rather. Yeah, ten eighty by uh, nineteen twenty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and so now now YouTube's like, no, no, no. We want you to film uh, film it in the portrait mode and in, in the vertical up and down mode and we're gonna and then as long as it's under 60 seconds we're gonna put it on this on this uh playlist called shorts and it's <laughs> gonna be categorized very similar to the way how TikTok works uh in terms of like hashtags and things like that and so what's funny is i i didn't i wasn't aware of any of this um but i started getting notifications on uh from, from my youtube channel that i have um and because i've been posting to this channel for the past six years like yeah. uh, all throughout my you know, journey of learning to yo-yo. I've been posting for this thing, and and my videos are maybe like 20 seconds long, or however long a trick it lasts, right? And so, like for, for years, right, for years, some of these videos, at best, maybe saw like 30 views or something over six years, which is absolutely garbage in, in the in the world of YouTube. um But so I started getting these alerts on my phone saying like, you just mm-hmm. got, a new, you just got a new subscriber, you just got new comments, yada yada yada, whatever. And I was like who or what is causing my youtube to like kind of pop off a little bit um and i, and I looked at my analytics and it said that most of that uh, like 300 percent of the most recent engagements are coming from this thing called youtube shorts yeah. which caused me down a whole rabbit hole of trying to understand what this was and essentially it's a, it's like tiktok but it's on youtube it's youtube's attempt of fighting tiktok and i've just been Basically, taking TikToks that I that I've been making, or at least uh, planned to have posted onto the TikTok platform, and mm. then kind of made it for YouTube instead, and then posting it uh, just to my regular feed using the, using proper hashtags and things like that. Um, I've I've gone up in the last 48 hours 5,000, uh, 5,500 uh,
1: 5, views in the last. somebody give him a hand clap.
0: Again, like I have, like just 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 so the world knows, at this point in time. On January 24th of, of 2021, which is when we were recording this, um, I have like a 100 and maybe 80 subscribers on my channel. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not a big channel whatsoever. I'm I I there's no like I don't have a massive following there that 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 regularly watches my stuff. So mm-hmm. what's really interesting is because these YouTube Shorts now exist, mm-hmm. um, creating this whole new audience that is seeing my 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 content. It's saying yeah. that I'm having like 38,000 new impressions on my content, which Again, if, if I'm only getting about 5,000 of that act in actual views, it's not mm-hmm. great conversion. But still, it's, it's, it's wildly better than what I was getting six mm-hmm. years ago Yeah. and, all, and all the past six years in general. I don't know if you um, – because I know you, you've been uh, working on some new videos and some mm-hmm. new ideas. And, and um, I don't know. Are, are, are you thinking now that this thing called YouTube Shorts is around maybe that you would want to start trying to capitalize on that? It, or, is, or is that something that maybe you're just not interested
1: in? Yeah, I've been like I don't know, like I've been in my room a lot this week. Um, uh, something that was been going on in my life. My chair broke, my gaming chair, and I fell out of it. So I was like, you know what? That means I'm using it. I'm using it a lot. So I got a new chair. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting here and like I've been in a rabbit hole this week of TikTok because I was like, you know, the they're not. I guess the metaphor. I don't want to use this metaphor, but it's like know thy enemy kind of. So like people who are trying to make it in Twitch and everything else like that. It's like I'm watching, I'm seeing, I'm like, who's doing what? What's what's happening? How many people are getting likes on this? How many people are getting likes on that? And me, you know, I don't yo yo, but at the same time, my niche is uh graphic design. So I looked at this one kid and he made a free like camera overlay. And he was like, "This is how I did it. It was the speed clip, blah blah blah, whatever." He was like, "It's free in my Discord. Come in the Discord and download it. Um, you can use it for whatever." And I was sitting there like, it was a pretty basic like Naruto frame, and I was like, "Dude, what?" I was like, yeah, "What? I make the, the most complicated things," and I was like, "I should probably just post it on there." And he got like two hundred thousand likes, and I was like, "Dude, thank you for the idea." So. I was sitting there, and I was like, all right, Mike just told us about Reels. I was like, TikTok is kind of saturated, so maybe I'll do, like, a short minute or 60-second video of something, me creating something for, you know, Twitch streamers, whether it be an overlay or a camera frame or an emote or something, and then saying, hey, it's in my Discord or in whatever, and it's free, and come in here and hang out and come play games with us or whatever to try and get more exposure. So it's d- something I'm definitely interested in. I probably will end up in a rabbit hole just like you pretty
0: soon, so... Well, put it this way, right? So, like, my my wife has has her own uh, YouTube channel where she does like uh, beer reviews and does like makeup inspired by different beers she drinks. Yeah, and that's super cool. And um, uh, we, and so she, but she's it was a little skeptical when I first told her about these YouTube shorts, and she's like, yeah, yeah, like I don't know, like, mm-hmm. uh, that good. And I said honestly, just just fi- look, go look through your camera roll on your phone, find something that's like mm-hmm. either beauty or, or makeup or even beer related. Make it under 60 seconds, make sure it's filmed in portrait mode, yep. upload it, put some tags on it. And let's just see what happens. This is a test, right? She did mm-hmm. this this morning. And she was like, all right, whatever. I just here's – a, here's a video of me in, in the makeup that I just did for one of my Beauty and bruise episodes. And I just take a big swig of the drink and then I burp on camera, right? It's like a, it's like a 10-second video <laughs> of my wife burping. And, like – and she literally, she was like, "This is this is kind of funny." Like, and I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of like satire. It's like a funny little mm-hmm. advertisement to, for people to come check out what you know." So it's, it's some of your personality that you're showing. Yeah, and she put it out there and, and uh, put it up on the on her channel, and she just like came to me right before we started the podcast. She goes, "Oh my god, babe, it's got like a hundred views." Yeah, and, like a smaller YouTubers. So she's just mm-hmm. cutting over a hundred uh, subscri- subscribers on her channel. Mm-hmm. She's like this is nuts. My my videos take like a week before they like, get a hundred views. Yeah. So like a hundred views and within within hours is nuts. Mm-hmm. And so she's she's gonna she's now like um been been experimenting like how she could better use the shorts to like advertise for the yeah and yeah like that because it's completely free and and why not like it just about- makes
1: me think though like because because um, right now. The biggest struggle for me and and uh, we've been having numerous conversations about content creation and everything else like that where right. if i film a walkthrough or whatever it's like two hours long or right. if i film whatever it's this this amount of time long so i have to completely go in chop it up cut it up so that way it's 20 minutes long but to think about it like if i wanted to do like a walkthrough or something i could put it on reels and be like this is part one of whatever this is a funny part this is a funny part or something like that like that'd be kind of cool or if you did a whole um, project and then you just sped up the footage of it, yeah, and then did a voice overlay on top of it, exactly. And I've been—I have an idea for—I have a character and an idea that's going to be coming pretty soon. I ordered some stuff on Amazon for uh for for a either TikTok or a Reels um rollout, and I think it's going to be pretty funny. I, I hope you guys enjoy it. So pretty soon, get get ready for it. Um, but yeah, man, nice. I mean, just with just with everything going on and us talking about content creation and everything else. Um, me and Mike have been in... me. I feel like me and Mike are like CEOs of a company and we just meet all the time and we have conversations about how we're going to attack the market 24-7. It's hilarious, but it's very inspiring and it makes makes me feel like we can take over the world sometimes. But um, Recently, guys, and a lot of people have been asking, like, yo, you guys have been teasing it. You've been talking about it. Who, who's in it? Who's whatever? But the most we are going to give you is we have started a group It's not just, you know, gaming and everything else like that. I kind of want to make it like, uh, or you kind of want to make it like a content group um, where people can come in, do what they want to do. As long as you're you're funny, you're enjoying what you're doing, you're taking it seriously, but not so serious that, like, you're not having fun with it. But, you know, do what you got to do. But the name is called Under Siege, everyone. That is the name, the Under Siege crew. Like I said, we'll probably do some rollouts. We're not gonna, you know, give you everything right now, but there's a lot of content coming. Um, I'm, I'm handling a lot of the graphic design side, me and my uh, other friend. But get ready, man! I, I think this year we're about to take over. It's about to, it's about to blow up. I know, I know for sure it will be.
0: Dude, overall, I mean, it's it's it we it's a content house. Like it's a crew. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a, a small collective of individuals with a passion for creating good content. And we want to just be able to come together, support each other, and produce products that uh, unify the kind of mission statement that we're going for. Uh, and just really try to be uh, just, just a brand out there that, that people mm-hmm. recognize and, wa- and want to be a part of. So yeah. really excited for the future of Under Siege and, yeah. uh, and, and you know future rollouts of, of who the crew are what uh, mm-hmm. what what we specialize in and what we got going on. So stay tuned for more of that, uh, most still, definitely still in the infant stages, but we uh uh we're really, really passionate about it.
1: oh, yeah, I can't. uh guys, like i, I honestly, I can't even bring the words on how excited I am. I've literally been sitting I have a notepad next to me with the list of names. I'm sitting there saying the names in my head over and over again, and I was like, under siege. And I was like, under yeah. siege good i like it yeah and you know i said it a couple times i looked up the definition i was like yeah like surrounding a town like we're surrounding this what like this market of what we need to do and trying to get a piece of the pie and do and and make it somewhere because um it's not like we're all out here you know doing you know whatever like dumb stuff and not respecting people who are doing what they got to do i feel like everyone hence the name humble podcast everyone's pretty humble but they're very passionate about what they want to do and Make it somewhere in life so that way they have the opportunity to do something special out there in the world. So I'm excited. You can hear yeah. my voice. Yo, absolutely.
0: Um, but I mean, I mean, after a year like 2020, right? Like moving yeah. into 2021, we there, there have just been so much more attention, right? There's so much more attention yeah. on content. Because, you know, you can't go out to the movies, you can't go out to concerts. Yep. So more people are flocking to social media platforms such as Twitch or, or Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all of them, uh, to gain new experiences, um, you know, build communities, uh, and produce content. Um, and I think, you know, not just content in general when it comes to things that kind of came about surprisingly mm-hmm. uh, through 2020 into 2021, but yo, man. I don't know if you've taken notice going to the grocery store or wherever else you you happen uh, to go right now, but yeah. hey, there is something becoming very obvious to me, and and I don't know if you've been feeling it or whether or not we what or if you, if you if you like it, if you don't like it, but obviously with, with since quarantine hit. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of us chose to take some drastic actions with our hair right yep. um like whether it's because our barber just you know couldn't get a shop open or the or the hairdresser you go see uh, wasn't available for appointments for a long time we all kind of either took to cutting our own hair mm-hmm. or just kind of letting it go uh, some of us uh out there decided to bleach or dye your their hair a certain crazy colors some of us decided mm-hmm. that, you know it was a great idea just to bring back the bowl cut or just say, you know, forget it and just and just shave it all off. I don't know about you, but I've definitely been through a few of these stages. <laughs> uh, and uh, starting with, you know, so right at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to get a haircut for a long time. And back before quarantine, I used to work in a, in a really nice, like, uh, like a business uh, formal kind of uh, office. And uh, we always had to have, like, nice clean cut hair and everything mm-hmm. like that. good. So I used to have this really nice fade. Um with this kind of like uh combed up front and and it look, used to look really nice. Um and then and then just before um quarantine hit, I kind of just was like, you know what? I haven't done this in years. I'm gonna shave my head. So I shaved off all the stuff, I shaved it mm-hmm. all off. Um, but I actually had my barber do it at the time. Yeah. And the whole time he's shaving it off, he goes, Dude, I'm I'm about to lose a customer. And he goes, <laughs> and I what, what are you talking about? He goes, he goes, Dude, you're doing a full reset. You are shaving mm-hmm. your entire head. And unless you're coming back in here for me to shave it again, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be a customer for a while, man. And, you know, it didn't really hit me until I would say like April, uh, once we'd been in, uh, been in since, uh, the beginning of March that I wasn't going to get a chance to go back. Cause I was on like a bi-weekly schedule kind of going yeah. back get it shaped up get it get it, get the fade put back in stuff like that mm-hmm. and i ended up actually like sending my barber a um like a venmo i was, I was like yo dude here's the, here's the money i honestly would have spent uh over the past like month and a half to come see you cuz i just shaved my head again so like I, i'll be good for a little bit mm-hmm. um but a- after that that t- second time i shaved my head i kind of had this feeling like you know what like i'm i'm about to turn 30 Um, when when you know, I I just found out I'm not going back to my office until June of 2021 at the earliest. Uh, let's let it ride. Like let's like let's get that party in the back going. (laughs) Like business in the front, party in the back. Like I just watched Stranger Things, and um, oh my god, Steve Steve from Stranger Things uh, has this like this this like full like flock back this Mm. this mullet going. That's just you know, it just spoke to me, I guess. And I and so I'm I'm rocking full mullet right now. I got definitely party in the back. It's getting uh, kinda wild. I feel like I need um, to see
1: this more. I don't, mullet. Know, I don't like, know if I've seen it. Like
0: it's it's getting kinda wild, man. I'll tell you, I know? gotta see it. I gotta see it. Oh, you'll see it. Um, but I mean like I don't know, I've been looking at like celebrities and things just to mm-hmm. kind of see like, am I the only one? And like, you know, even people like I mean, guys and girls, like the mullet seems to be encroaching on a lot of like popular culture so like yeah. i don't know what so like obviously like you know we we all feel different about about hair in terms of what what it looks like and how we like to have it but like what's what's your opinion on all of this man like, I, I know you just got you got, got, a, got a nice new cut and you've been letting it grow in a little bit but like are Dude. you ever the kind of guy that would like let it grow just like just go wild
1: with it so like the, the reason why my hair is usually, like, tamed and whatnot, like, it's not me. I kind of like doing what I want. My, my girlfriend's the one who usually says stuff to me. It's like I'll be sitting on the couch like, huh, you know your hair is getting kind of crazy. I'm like, no, I, I didn't know, you know. I, I don't look in the mirror every morning. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, I know. Thank you. But, you know, I, I've been through a lot of different haircuts. Uh, I, I had the same kind of haircut I had before, but it was more of a mohawk, and I had a blonde streak in it at one point in time. She cut it off cuz my girlfriend called me skunkhead so I was like all right we're going to give it we're going we're going to give that a hard reset yeah so um i got rid of that during quarantine i had the same haircut i had now but like i can't fade my sides so i would literally just like cut my sides as close as possible and like i messed up my back of my head i it looked like a freaking tetris <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I, like try, I tried to get my... Because my mom was like, I don't want to do it because I'm going to mess it up. I was like, Mom, you can see the back of my head. I can't. Like, this, this is not going to... So I'm in there with two men just trying to mess around. And honestly, I was, I was there. I, I, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, huh. I was like, maybe I should just go bald. You know? Like, maybe I should just, just cut it off. And she was like, no. I was like, why? Like, all my brothers say I, I think I would be the best looking out of all of them to go bald. Uh, my oldest brother is bald. But I was like, anytime... Is it, is it when we're streaming? I don't know. Sometimes I think when I'm like on my uh, work calls in Microsoft Teams or whatever, we use our green screens, like the backgrounds or whatever. And sometimes you can't see my hair. So I'm looking at myself like, yeah, man, bald. Like, I don't, the ball looks, you know, think about it. But this, as a man, guys, as a man out there, think about the time you would save, okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You literally get up, you might shine it a little bit, and you roll. That's it. All you gotta do is brush your teeth. Like, I literally have to get up, pick it out. I have, like, a brush I got to twist it with, and I'm like, dude, like, ah. Uh. But I have been seeing the yeah. mullet, but I'm also a, a firm believer in expressing yourself, uh, whether it be through whatever it sure. is. But uh, to me, people who have mullets remind me of, like, a school bully from Back to the Future. If you have one of those, it, it makes me <laughs> – or like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like a pocus bully or something. It just reminds me of that. So it makes it gives me some nostalgia and makes me laugh. So I, I that's why I always say, like, people, you know, do what you gotta do. Like live your life. Uh if you if you can do it, do it. But if if you have a girlfriend like mine, um your your hair is probably gonna be the much the same until you get made fun of for no reason. But
0: you know, um I gotta I I gotta I gotta got text you a photo. Oh like, my oh, gosh. <laughs> Like I need, I need, a I need a uh, on on the phone live like, interact. Uh, I feel like you're response. gonna be like
1: an old like like a rock star, like the old rock stars with the all. I could see you doing like the leather gloves with the black glasses or something. I, I'm
0: just I'm texting it to you now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Like, just fresh like out of the shower with a blow dryer. That like I hit it. Um. All right. It's it's on your it's on your way.
1: Like it it's. It's not bad, like it's. Oh, like, I don't dude! Know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you look like an early version of your dad. I've never seen your dad, but I feel like your dad would be like, "Dude, that that's like me back in '86 or something." You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, like, man. oh man, Mike, you look like you sing lead singer at your your <laughs> local bar that they're just doing all throwbacks. You know, all throwbacks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks we'll good, good, man. Yeah. Of
0: like Boston. Yes. Uh. <laughs>
1: Just singing Red Hot Chili Peppers the whole night or something yeah, like. I don't know. Oh man, but uh, the the <laughs> quarantine the quarantine hair definitely is is a is a trend. I have been seeing it if I'm out, uh, especially the country club I work at. A lot of the the younger kids that are in high school have the mullets, and I know they like play football because they look like they have like the football mullet going. Sure, sure. Um, but I I I don't see myself going too crazy, especially as a uh, African American man. The, the things you can do is get dreads. I've had dreads before uh shave your head never done that get braids get an afro i've been seeing braids come back that's like a shocking thing in like yeah. uh black culture is like braids are coming back like people used to get made fun of back in like the 2000s for still having braids like after a while but they're coming back yeah. but i don't i don't think i could pull it i always wanted braids but i, could, I don't think i could pull it off i don't think it happened <laughs>
0: hey you know it, it's it's who knows like i think <laughs> i think as we move one we're we're really gonna start seeing like like the fruits of fruit the fruits of their labor of those mm. laborers that have grown their hair all throughout 2020 and really trying to make something new out of it mm-hmm. uh but you know just just to keep things moving everybody we are going to take a quick ad break uh so stick
1: welcome back everybody i hope you enjoyed that uh segment of hair uh hopefully we have something soon where i could just like Post that out on some type of social media for you guys who listen. So get ready for that, baby. But um, speaking of like 2020 and staying inside and and, and going forward with that, a lot of people have been collecting. A lot of people have been buying. Um, So if you haven't, uh, go out there and look at it, whether it's like action figures that are hot toys or you collect cars or you collect, you know, in Mike's terms, yo-yos, skateboards, whatever it is. A lot of people have been collecting because, you know, you're not going out. You have some extra money you can spend on yourself. And sometimes you want to do that. For me, I am a big nerd, and if—what are we on? Episode—I don't know what episode this is.
0: This is episode four.
1: Episode four. If you haven't known by now, I am a big, like, nerd, so I collect a lot of different things. Um, For right now, I, I have a bunch—I have a closet full of pops that's in the temporary Dave Cave right now. Um, I, I think I have, like, probably 86, maybe? 86? That is so many pops. I could—well, I, listen, and I, I'm, this is why I, we're, we're going to get into it— Um. I saw the pops. I was always like, for some reason, I don't know why. I always I, I've been do- working on this as a person and and being a better person. I always approach things with hate or doubt. So, um, dra- like Dungeons and Dragons, people people were always saying like, David, you'd probably be good at that. I'm like, what? That's for nerds. That's you get shoved in a locker for that i played it ended up loving it pops my friend was like yo you should take this pop i was like nah dude that's some real nerd stuff like no i'm not doing that like that's weird no he got me i think my first pop was a dragon ball z pop or something and i sat there and looked at it. i was like wow i was like this is pretty cool so then i was like oh there's a resale market like i just love pops And i was like you know what let's do it so we went crazy and we probably shouldn't have i probably blew a lot of money on it but eventually i think i'll make it back for the collecting but uh, we we would go get pops like I'm talking about my hero academia. I have Dragon Ball Z, I have Marvel. um I think that's most of what I have a lot of those things I have a lot of doubles to resell so my my collecting has has uh, definitely grown um uh, Mike what do you do you collect? I do, but do you have a favorite pop may okay um uh, like, if you
0: had to pick, like, like- under the head what's what's
1: your favorite pop i'm thinking right now i would have to say the ultra instinct goku only for the simple fact that that dragon ball super coming back made me feel like i've never felt before like i was the six-year-old kid again watching it in front of my uncle's tv um and I, i just remembered a profound moment when i when i saw goku go ultra instinct my girlfriend was like cuddling on me and we were in bed and i was watching on my phone and he just like went ultra instinct it was whooping everybody's behind and i like freaked out and dropped my phone on her face she didn't wake up but i picked up the phone <laughs> i was like holy crap like this is amazing so like that that pop ties in memories and i always say collect what you love and collect what you like and if if it jogs in memory like that then definitely definitely do that awesome
0: yeah so for me like I've I've had a couple different stages of collecting like over my life, um, you know, back all, going all the way back to like uh, elementary school. I used to be really obsessed with collecting sports cards, mm-hmm. uh, specifically hockey. I um, used to get a lot of hockey and baseball cards. Used to be like a big thing for me, and I still have like a pretty wicked collection of them. Yeah. Uh, but they're, but at this point, like they're just in a shoebox somewhere in storage, and I'm sure I'll turn 50 one day and open that box, <laughs> and then I might have a fortune in my hands. But I don't know. Let's um, hope so i do have like a like a they say like the proverbial attic full of baseball cards might Mm -hmm. pay for your future but i actually have that so i don't know maybe 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 one day but uh after after cards it kind of it kind of turned into like um like comic books and Mm -hmm. i got pretty obsessed with collecting amazing spider-man comic books again Mm -hmm. i have some of those that i know actually are have some resale value and uh yeah
1: would absolutely love to dive into that i'm coming over Um, one day and we're we're gonna get into that because you you honestly might have a fortune right right now to be honest i'm not gonna lie possible i really like honestly like
0: and i hate and i hate and i'm sure i'll get ats about this but it's like i i might have them i just don't have the interest to know that it's something great now because in my mind like in terms of collectibles in terms of comic books or like any kind of like memorabilia yeah like if it's worth something now it's going to maintain value moving forward mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: it's not like all of a sudden there's going to be like a giant like suitcase unearthed um somewhere <laughs> that's full of like a hundred of this one thing that i have that'd be like, hilarious to ruin the the rarity of action it. You know action news think? yeah yeah like, action you know, like news five. now great it'll be worth something more mm-hmm. later on when i finally dive into it um and then you know, obviously like after after that you know things kind of like slowed down a little bit mm-hmm. um but hands down like th- and this is something that i'm going to carry way into my later years um you know it's it's been going on for the past six years but i've been absolutely obsessed with yo-yos um now that as to someone who doesn't understand what modern yo-yoing is that probably sounds crazy like why mm-hmm. is this part collecting like yo mega fireballs uh, you know what i mean like like, mm-hmm. but like no, no no like modern yo-yoing is crazy now that they have metal they're made of metal they've got bearings in the center of them you can do crazy tricks and they all come in different shapes sizes colors um styles material like plastic metal uh dual metal uh dual material crazy Mm -hmm. crazy crazy stuff and like they all do different things they all they all play differently they all feel differently they're all weighted differently so it's like i don't really collect them as far as like uh, in terms of the the idea to resell Mm -hmm. but i collect them because like it's kind of like having different shoes like right You, you you wouldn't wear a pair of like nice formal dress shoes to play basketball in yeah. But, you, but likewise, you wouldn't wear a basketball shoe when you're going swimming. Like you wouldn't wear any <laughs> shoes you, or you'd wear flippers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like for me, it's like I, I collect all these different yo-yos because I feel like not, not only does each one kind of provide a different experience while playing. Yeah. Um, but some of them do things that others either can't or just do them better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just becoming like, you know, I just get it. It's something that I pick up maybe like I would say I buy at this point like maybe three at Mac, like three
1: yo-yos a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but at this point I've got over like
1: 40, I think. I think I got 40 or 50 yo-yos. Well, yeah. Uh, even when thinking about like whatever you th- like collect in general, like, you know, whatever you collect, eventually you're going to realize you're above the curve. Even if you, you love it oh, and yeah. whatever like that, a lot of yeah. people collect to love. A lot of people collect to resell, which kind of ruins collecting for people because then they sure. – skyrocket the prices, like, right when something comes out. But you never know. Somebody might be like, you have the, what, the Yo-Yo Master String 3000? Oh, my God, I'll give you 500. Like, you never know.
0: Well, no, I mean, that's true, though, because so what's crazy and similar to um, comic books, pops, or any other kind of memorabilia that people like to collect, you know, they eventually stop making these things. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the Yo-Yos, like Yo-Yos are particularly something that are always Um, always improving, like the industry is so quick, quickly moving that there are so many new shapes coming to market that kind of make other shapes obsolete or other Mm -hmm. designs obsolete. And so I definitely have several yo-yos that are absolutely no longer in production and probably won't ever see production again. Um, And to that extent, you're right. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Those yo-yos will accrue value because they are going to become exceedingly rare um, since they have been out of, out of, for, um, production for like the past like maybe even five years
1: um yeah it's i don't know collecting yeah i would i would say collect collect yo-yos that might be because you never know there might be a resurgence of like people wanting to learn yo-yoing uh well, extremely sure, yeah like extremely <laughs> i mean like i said i used to yo-yo back in the day i remember my mom what was it it was some commercial and it was like the yo-yo doesn't stop spinning or something it was something crazy and they only sold it at walgreens and i remember my mom i would beg my mom to get it and like she got me the yo-yo i learned some tricks here and there sometimes i told mike one day i'll have to show him some some tricks that i got up the sleeve but other than that like i can't remember the name of it but you know collecting is is something is something that ties deep to you depending on how you who you are and if you sit down and think about it you might actually like realize cuz i remember being a kid we didn't have like all the money in the world and i remember my friends would get transformer toys that i couldn't get they would get like power ranger toys i couldn't get Yu-Gi-Oh cards or pokemon cards and my mom just wouldn't get it now that i'm older you know you sit back and my mom tells me like oh dude do, do, do you still have that blah blah i'm like yeah i remember asking for that for christmas you never gave it to me and she's like oh it's worth so much money now yeah well here we are so you could have been rich but you you know when you told me no when i was seven here we are now you know so man do, do you remember beanie Babies? Dude, yeah, dude. The beanie bite, ba- beanie babies. What was the other thing? The Tamagotchi pet, like, oh, like the, the, that, that
0: whole era in like the late 90s, early 2000s, where dude. like everything that was made for kids was a collectible of some kind. Legos, like, I'm, sure, I'm sure it drove parents wild. Oh, my mom like, hated did, us. Did you, were you, were you in the right generation for what are they called? They were called uh, crazy bones, like, mm-hmm. uh go-go's or something yeah so like,
1: like little plastic figurine things yeah so so my so the funny part like since i lived with my my brother's like your age boy well, he's 34 okay. we're eight years apart so me and yeah. him would be in the same house so like we would have the same things that we wanted so i remember i wanted the crazy bones i had those we had a crap ton of legos like bins yeah. and <laughs> bins of those, and he would build stuff and i would build stuff but like yeah the crazy bones but there was something else there was like a bunch there's a bunch of stuff guys we, we could go down nostalgia lane but i think back in the 2000s was like the most innovative time for toys such as like transformers and like moving them and transform like the the big oh, yeah. ones and like the the legos yeah. and i still have a on my bucket list to build the death star or something one day and get that lego set it's like two hundred dollars, but I don't I don't know if that's <laughs> ever happened, but we'll see. or something, that Yeah, my neighbor just built that with his his uh, um, girlfriend's daughter. But yeah, I guys, if I one of these days the Dave Cave will be done and I'll, I'll have to do a, a pan around with it. But I also have a bunch of comics. I have no idea how much they cost. Like I said, one day me and Mike will have to sit down. There's a place you can send them off and get them graded. Um, and they'll put them in a hard case if if they're anything, if not, they'll send them back and let you know what you got, and whatever but yeah, I also I'm also getting down the rabbit hole of Pokemon pack openings, and I don't know why, but it's, uh, it's I'm telling myself It's like going through a natural disaster, and then the next time it comes around, you're like, we're ready. Because Pops, I'm not going to lie, I spent a lot of money. Money I probably shouldn't have spent on a lot of different Pops. But I think Pokemon pack openings, I can be a lot smarter and be like, you know what? We'll do this like twice a month. Maybe we'll put it on, you know, our content YouTube page. I don't know.
0: Yo, funny story about Pokemon like back back in the day when they were like the like the craziest thing they they were mm. they were better than sugar like they they were <laughs> they were literally everything to us when we were that that age like i re- i remember reaching a point where they stopped being cool and like before they like before i would before they had any value right before mm. they had value but like uh but while they were still like a thing kind of yeah like i remember losing interest in them at a young age Having like mountains of cards that are that today might actually be worth something. Yeah. Um, Like I'm pretty sure I, I probably had a Charizard or whatever back then. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely had a Blastoise and a, and a and a Venusaur. But like, um, but I remember sitting on the curb of my parents' lawn with a like a lemonade stand. And it was like lemonade lemonade for 50 cents a cup <laughs> and pokemon cards and i was like literally sitting at the end of my parents drive like because we had a pretty like kid-friendly neighborhood yeah and i would literally be out there on my curb selling like little chiclet cups of, of lemonade trying to hawk my pokemon cards at people that you know didn't realize that like uh Pidgey was a very wasn't very you know was not oh. a rare card. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like hustling lemonade and Pokemon cards at a very young age, dude. Um, and like it was, it was such a like. In, in hindsight, I'm like, that was nuts. Like, mm-hmm. like I might have sold like you know, like a like a holographic Raichu or something dude. to some kid for a dollar fifty and a and it's a crazy
1: pink lemonade. And it's like. It's crazy to think about. We're kids, yeah. I remember because, like, you know, me, me and my brothers are big comic book people, so that's where I get it from. Because I look up to my uh, brother Steven the most. That's the one who, like, uh, is closest in age with me. Um, I'm always trying to chase him and get do better than him. So, like, you know, um, it's always don't be me, be better than me. You know what I mean? So I've always tried to be like that with him. But him and my older brother would collect comics. We had a attic full of comics. So. Steven is 34. My other brother, Tian is 42. So the generation of comics that have gone through, you know, my parents old house was a lot. Um, and then my parents got a divorce and I remember my dad sold the comics and who knows what we had, who knows, like, i i I definitely know my brother tion he probably had some spider old spider-man old x-men old like old stuff and steven definitely had some still relevant stuff the stuff i was reading probably isn't costing you know a lot but um what i was buying but i was like dad you like looking back at my parents sometimes i tell them to this day i'm like you guys realize how much money you know you made you made a mistake yeah they're like uh one day i want to retire yeah, yeah, you'd be like, "Oh, I want to retire one day." I'm like, "Well, maybe if sell that Charizard back in like 2005 or whatever, or threw out my Pokemon cards, we'd be there." You know what I mean? But, um, but all all jokes aside, like thinking now, like people, a lot of people who collect either are replacing something that didn't happen in their childhood, which was you know not having a lot of money and collecting stuff, which is me. Or just being able to like sit there and have it on your shelf and reminisce on certain things or being that guy like, you know, these are my trophies for things that remind me of stuff and, and help me get through a lot of things. I know comics help me get through a lot in life um, and just like toning out some just different things and going into my own world, which kind of helps me with creating and, you know, everything else like that. But guys, uh, la- helps me. <laughs> yeah sorry i know i knew what you were gonna say but i was gonna say guys collect what you love keep doing what you gotta do uh expect some pokemon pack openings maybe in the future i'm gonna get mike in there don't worry guys i'm gonna get him in there
0: i'm nervous i'm i'm death i'm like deadly afraid of it because i've i i get hooked on things way too easy and like That's i have right. a feeling like that kind of that kind of rush uh, it would be too fun oh I'll, I'll walk um, you through but it but it,
1: but
0: um uh, but anyway so getting on track here everybody we yeah, yeah. um uh, uh one thing that really gets me uh in the mood to kind of create is honestly watching um like the food network or any kind of like food youtube channel uh where they make cooking or baking mm-hmm. um, things i recently discovered that i i have a deep burning desire to try to make tamales for the first time um because i just they look so fun and look delicious and mm-hmm. we got some from a a local restaurant that were amazing but um today i want to bring a kind of like a new uh segment to the show um you know i'm on in on most social media i'm kingpin caribou and on on most social media david is uh king graves gaming so we're so as we as kings uh we wanted to bring something to the table called (laughs) king's uh the king's kitchen and uh today is going to be the king's kitchen baking edition Mm. uh because i want to i want to bring together something i think is incredible um which is my favorite cast iron skillet cornbread recipe um i don't i don't know you know where no matter where you are in this world where you're from what you're like most people have a have a a feeling towards cornbread what some people like it sweet some people like it um kind of more just savory uh, like a a more more of a salty style cornbread i'm a fan Mm. of a kind of a salty sweet cornbread um and honestly, what you do, it's very simple. Uh, if you want to actually get the full uh, recipe, um, h- hit us up in some DMs or shoot us an email, uh, mm-hmm. hum- humble, humblethreadspodcast.gmail.com, and I will happily get it to you. But essentially what you do is you, uh, you heat up – when you're heating up the oven, usually around 400 degrees, you mm-hmm. want to keep uh, an iron skillet on the stovetop um at around a medium heat where it gets kind of almost screaming hot but not hot enough to steam the pan mm-hmm. and you're gonna throw about a quarter stick of butter into that cast iron and you're gonna move it around the entire pan fill the entire pan up and just before the pants uh, the butter starts to brown you're gonna take your uh cornbread batter and i just use basic jiffy cornbread boxes like really basic <laughs> uh, it's like 76 cents or something a uh, box mm cheap and i just take two of those boxes i take two little of those individual size cups of unsweetened uh applesauce dump it in there as my like moisture um sometimes i'll add in a little bit of like uh a nut milk so like almond milk or oat milk uh, mm-hmm. some kind of kind of add a little extra of um liquid in there and then i blend that all together um put in about a fourth cup of brown sugar um and then right as that butter is coming to brown in that skillet you dump in the batter into that screaming hot skillet what that does is the butter immediately caramelizes the outer crust of the cornbread giving this nice crispy uh golden Mm -hmm. crust you throw that um that whole skillet inside of the oven at 400 degrees for about 15 to 20 minutes until the center is golden brown you pull that out you serve it out of the cast iron skillet um, you put a little bit of sea salt crumbles across the top of it, and it is just the best thing to put with anything. Your barbecue, your chili, just by itself. Um, and I and I don't know, but like over we, last last episode, we talked about getting new habits and and taking on new skills and trying new things because of you know this new environment that we live mm-hmm. in virtually. And I don't know what it is, man, but I'm obsessed with baking things, whether it's baking cornbread, cakes, muffins, cookies. <laughs> I've just been like, it's just I got a bug. I don't know what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but how about you, man? Are you are you well, here dude. in the king's kitchen? Are you are you baking? Are you cooking? Uh, I would love to
1: hear. Um, You're gonna hate me. Mike just described that whole cornbread thing deliciously, and, and it sounds amazing. I don't like cornbread. Whoa, really? And I feel like I would like to try ours. Here's the issue, guys. Okay, when you grow up with like, well, I have four brothers, four whatever, four yeah, four brothers. Uh, five? Four or five. Four or five. I'll have to count later. But my brother, Stephen, loves cornbread, and my that's, like, my mom's favorite child. So she would make it every single night for, like, I don't need... It was at some point in time of my life, and it was, like, the the cheap kind and whatever. She didn't do all that crazy stuff, which sounds amazing, which I wish she did. Maybe I'd have a newfound love for it, but... And she she did that. So it sounds. Listen, guys, it sounds like I'm me and me and Mike. Once COVID is, has left a little more, we, we will be visiting each other a, a lot more to, to see some things. But for me, I I do have a new like. I want to try to make more. I want to try to make cheesecake. Ashley's dad makes like some banging cheesecakes, and I was like, you know what? I think I could yeah. do this. I could definitely make some cheesecake. So, like, that's on my radar. Now that the holidays are over, I think, like, one night I might just be like, you know what? Like, while while she can watch the dog, I'm going to be like, you know what? Let's do it. Like, I just want to make some cheesecake because I'm a big, for for the swoops world, I don't know if you guys, uh, I don't know the exact name of this, but you put, like, it's, like, some graham cracker bottom, and then it's, like, cream cheese, then pretzel, and then, like, strawberries on top. I don't know what it's called, but sounds amazing. That's like my end all be all. She's made it for me a couple of times. Like that's my favorite dessert. And I was like, "You know what? I could probably make this into a cheesecake. Maybe like do some graham cracker with some caramel, put the cheesecake on top and then, you know, get some a little, you know what I mean, some some pretzel pieces on top with the cherries. It's it's going to happen, Mike. I got you. Yeah. But um right right now I I haven't done a lot of baking. She usually does baking. I don't know why I don't. I guess I am a pretty patient person, but I guess I just get sucked into. Uh, I like making Japanese and Chinese food a lot, but I definitely feel like a new habit I want to pick up is probably trying cheesecake. I definitely would like to do that. Maybe give it to yeah. some of our neighbors.
0: Yo, humble threads podcast, <laughs> the bake off, the bake off, and uh, you're gonna bake. Uh, you're, you're gonna bake that cheesecake that you just talked about. I'm uh. gonna like honestly. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and try to front and say that cornbread's gonna taste better than a cheesecake, but like I, I, <laughs> it might I, I want to make I want to make my my cornbread and then I want you to make that cheesecake and then mm-hmm. we're gonna try both of them and and like I want to see if I can a change change your mindset about cornbread, even though hey I I get it a, a whole mm-hmm. lifetime of mama's cornbread Jesus. and you and you just have a, you feel a certain way about it and I and I got it I get it I get it but like the driest cornbread I don't know, man. <laughs> this, corn, this, cornbread is, this cornbread is like some. Some of y'all are gonna hate this, but this cornbread is moist. It is. It is. It is the right kind of salty and sweet.
1: It's got the rice kind of crust on the outside. Okay. You slice
0: okay. it out. You get a pie slice of
1: it. Like it's. Listen, guys, you're you're getting some gems right now. This this by this is what we meant by under siege content group. You might you might see a YouTube video me and Mike having a bake off split screen. We we bring it over each his oh, house and it. you know we're, we're gonna we're have. The girls as as the uh, the judges. It's going to be some real Food Network type stuff. You know what I mean. But um,
0: yeah, be prepared for a full YouTube series. Yeah,
1: you guys need to get that uh, that recipe. I I might get it from Mike. That sounds like something. You know, if if Ashley ever like decides to listen to a full podcast, she might be like, hold on, hold on, get that recipe from Mike. What are you doing? You didn't ask him. Why didn't you ask him <laughs> right now? I'm like, oh my god. But um yeah, guys, so so we, we do, that is a hobby. I've been picking up as cooking during quarantine. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I draw a lot towards like Japanese and Chinese food and Ashley hates it because that's like my favorite thing to do. But speaking of like old, speaking of like cooking and everything else like that, I, I kind of wanted to tie it into my review of the WandaVision show, which takes place kind of, it goes through TV sitcoms and, and they do like a lot of uh, old style stuff like diners and whatnot. So um, do we need to do a spoiler warning? I will do. Uh, I'll give you guys a slight spoiler warning right now, and this is your time. Here's the signal: We woo, wee woo, wee woo. Spoiler warning. And I will. I, I don't like to dive fully deep into things for you guys, so that way you can watch it on your own thing. But the only thing I will dive into that might be a spoiler warning is Endgame. If you haven't watched Endgame, what the heck are you doing? Because that problem, that whole Marvel's whole cinema thing is probably the most impactful thing in cinema we've seen in probably a while, to be honest. To tie all the movies in like that consecutively, um, bring it to a cultivating end. And honestly, they could have ended it there and not done anymore because they ended it on such a good note. But um, the WandaVision show is on Disney Plus. If you guys have not watched it, it is amazing. It comes out Friday. um, And. I believe it drops Thursday night at some point in time depending on your time zone you're in it it could differ but um Fridays is is when it comes out they dropped there's three episodes so far cuz they dropped two the first day they dropped it so you you're getting caught up um it's amazing and once again guys I am a huge comic book nerd so they tied a lot of certain things into the comics uh, the most I will say is there's an end game credit and I won't tell you how it got there but Wanda is pulling vision out of uh this chamber and she's bringing him into a different reality um so that was a scene that they cut out which ties into the show which i'm very surprised they cut out if you're tying it into one of the biggest marvel shows that you're about to bring to disney plus i feel like you should put that in there but wandavision is based off of wanda pretty much dealing with the uh aftermath of endgame a lot of people uh died um, a lot of people actually retired their roles because of their their passing in the movies but she's dealing with a lot of the things that happened during that movie so with her dealing with that she's creating her own reality right now so far that we know that is the synopsis that they're giving you it Could it's a little hint we don't fully know what's going on but she has a uh, broad vision with her and she's she's pretty much living her own life through tv sitcoms so um if you guys have ever dealt with any trauma or anything you know you can go to a happy place that you know where, where you've been and she uh, her character has grown up poor and I'm guessing like she's probably watched a lot of sitcoms and everything um, with her family and, and dealt with that type of stuff but we don't fully know what's going on as of right now there's a it feels like uh, the people in this town are trapped. And they don't know who's doing it. A lot of people are giving certain hints. They're they're giving certain like facial expressions. Uh, the aura that they're giving off in the TV show is 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 giving you a hint that either she's not in fully control of this, or someone is controlling her to do this. Um, if you are caught up in Marvel, like I said, uh, Shield is pretty much done. Uh, There's a new uh, organization called S.W.O.R.D., which is what takes over after S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty much done once HYDRA kind of defeats S.H.I.E.L.D. and takes it over and rips it apart from the inside. But so far, episode one, I believe, was uh, what type of show? It was it was a black and white TV show, kind of like I Love Lucy. That's the reference. So it was like I Love Lucy reference. And then they move into like kind of like a Brady Bunch sort of TV sitcom. So they're moving through the eras. And and I think uh, the more she starts to realize something is uh, unfolding in this this realm that she's made, she keeps changing it. So that way it doesn't keep affecting her and these people can't keep up with what's going on. But the most interesting thing about episode three right now is Vision is slowly starting to put things together. And he's asking a lot more questions. He's asking the neighbors a lot more questions. And it's kind of making it's kind of and you kind of feel that he's. He's either a past version of himself that they brought forward or he's a alternate reality of himself that has um, been pulled into this. And it's kind of hard to tell. And I kind of like that. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we've been conditioned in shows to uh, be falling in this kind of like freeform limbo of things we don't know, such as like Game of Thrones, uh, Westworld. Uh, The Witcher shows like that where you kind of don't need to know the whole synopsis of the story or like verbatim what's happening in the plot. But it kind of uh, gives you that, huh, maybe what if this is happening? What if that's happening? And it's keeping you going on to the next episode. But if you guys have not checked it out, I would definitely check it out. Like I said, three episodes are out. We've gone through certain um, uh, what is it? TV show sitcoms. Like I was saying, I'm not going to spoil a lot for you guys. Um, Something big has happened in the last episode that ties into the comics. Um, uh, I won't say what it really is because I don't want to spoil it for you guys, like I said, but it has to do with these two characters called Wiccan and Speed, which has to tie into the Young Avengers. And if they bring in the Young Avengers, I'm wondering if they're going to bring in, like, the X-Men, and then we'll see what happens with that. Because at the end of this comic book uh, series that they base it off of – uh she says no more uh, no more mutants and is the quoted line and she gets rid of all the mutants in the world and that's what starts her going into this like alternate reality so i feel like they're reversing the comic book story and maybe she'll say like you know i don't know what she's gonna say she could say more like mutants or let there be life or let there be whatever depending on what's happened and then maybe some mutants will pop up and if the x-men come into marvel just take my money, Marvel. Like, uh, just just give me some. I don't know if there's like a movie subscription. Like, just I'll I'll give you five hundred. I don't know. Just let me for the rest of my life enjoy Marvel. Just pick up my ticket at the movie booth. Be like, oh, David, you're on the list. Yeah, I got you. And your, here's your primary, or, or or your uh, subscriber pin. Oh, and we got this like popcorn. That's you know Marvel. I don't know. Give me something. I'll I'll, I'll take anything because Jesus, these guys, they don't miss. They do not miss.
0: Right. Yo, like I, I think it's great to see uh, Marvel st- stepping kind of even more into like a episodic series type yeah. of show, because again, On Division could could have been, or I mean, it's not completed yet, but could could have been a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like it could have just been like a spin-off movie uh, from uh from you know what happened with Endgame and everything like that. Um, and for those out there, by the way, uh, if if you are either just kind of like a casual. Um, fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or just Marvel in general. Uh, Wanda, Wanda Maximoff, which is like the main female character um, mm-hmm. show, um, better known as uh, the Scarlet Witch. Um, mm-hmm. If you're if you are unfamiliar, but either way, I'm super excited about what's going on with this. Um, I've only seen the first episode myself, um, but I know I know enough about what's been going on and like to kind of be able to see it. Um, it's kind of like a, a a separate a separate thing because right like it's being it's kind of you get you're kind of led to believe almost that it's being made up in
1: yeah it's mind. so what's happening guys and also I I talk I talk a lot about certain things I might skip some stuff so Mike does have certain links so he can affiliate on things I might have missed because I'm all <laughs> over the place with comics I'm here my brain's going crazy but. Um, it's it was originally filmed to come out all as one, all at once, but if yeah. you look at Disney Plus's catalog, they don't really have much besides like The Mandalorian um, right. as as a, like a weekly episode thing. So they switched it, but um, yeah, I mean they very well could have. They're they're also coming out with like uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which ties into that show because she's a big person with altering or uh, altering like you know reality and everything else that happens, but. It's it's just very interesting to see how Marvel just ro- rolls with the punches, no matter what's happened. They acquired Fox. They didn't really have, like, Mutants or Fantastic Four in the plans. They put it in there, um, you know, with these shows. And I'm not going to lie. Like I said, it's something I'm working on in my life. When they said, yeah, so here's WandaVision, a TV series. I was like, that is stupid. I'm not watching that. What? That is the, the- Here's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Why are nah keep that give me back daredevil give me back luke cage like no i don't want these shows and then i see the trailers i'm like good god you got me here it is here's take my money what is it how much is a subscription for a year yeah yeah let's do it so (laughs) but um yeah guys so like like um mike said wanda if you want a little bit of backstory i'll give you guys a little bit of backstory wanda is uh wanda maximoff she is also uh uh, sister of Quicksilver who was in Age of Ultron so he was also in there they're originally X-Men or like mutants but they converted them into um, something else for the movies which I think they're still hinting on they're going to be um, some type of mutant type thing uh, Vision is an AI robotic uh, being uh, more or less kind of like a cyborg Tony Stark builds him uh, it was like Tony and Bruce Banner who built him um, and he eventually comes to life and a lot, if you guys remember in the um, Iron Man movies, whether you, you've probably seen Iron Man one, cause that came out in like 2008. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have loved that movie, but when he's talking to Jarvis, that who, that is who Jarvis is. And that is the guy who voiced Jarvis is the guy who's acting as vision, which is pretty cool to think about how you just come from going in to do voice lines and you get, you know, your whole own like superhero thing. Yeah. So, um, it's crazy. I, I hope you guys get to check it out. There's a lot more uh, Marvel shows coming. Um, once again, if you, if you have any nerd questions, if, if you ever want to talk comics and you guys never have someone to talk comics to, if you love that type of stuff, um, I'm, I'm an add away, just hit me up, you know, whether it be on discord, whether it be on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, I, I love talking comics. Uh, I'd be more than welcome to talk to you guys about anything that's happening. You know, if you, if you haven't fully understood what's going on, but with that being said, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then we will be right back. Just hang in there with us and we'll see you soon. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. We really appreciate all of you. We've been seeing a lot of new listeners and a lot of steady, consistent listeners. But with that being said, if you have any questions or if you would like to ask us anything, please reach out to us at humble threads podcast at gmail.com. Now, if you guys have any other ideas, please contact us and say, Hey, I would more like if you guys had a Twitter or, Hey, if you guys had, you know, a discord, it'd be easier to do that. Cause I understand not everybody wants to open up the Gmail and add us and, you know, have conversations about that. Well, we'll we would be happy to accommodate to our audience, whatever is the easiest for you guys. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Everybody, thank you for being, for coming along for this journey today. I mean, we got real with you. We we talked about what's going on about YouTube trying to trying to take over the TikTok market with these YouTube Shorts, guys. Jump on it while you can. Um, we we fully officially announced the name of the crew that we are forming, the Under Siege Crew. Um, you know, we tried to bring a little bit of the party back. You know what I mean? We're talking with <laughs> and long hair. Uh, lots of stuff going on there. Um, But of course, you know we all have something we love to collect, whether it's yo-yos, comic books, or or pops, or anything like that. Um, And of course, we had a little bit of a bake-off battle between a cheesecake (laughs) and my favorite cornbread recipe. So maybe stay tuned for more content coming in there. And we kind of rounded it up talking about the brand new Disney Plus series, WandaVision. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It was surprising, honestly. I wasn't sure what I was going to expect when I first checked it out. Definitely something worth diving into, Um, you know, that that kind of fully uh, uh, unloads everything we've been here uh, to do
1: today. Most likely, most and most definitely, guys, Um, we're we're glad you're here. And once again, I am David Graves and you can find me on a lot of things known. uh, My name is known as King Graves Gaming, whether that's on Twitch or TikTok. And you can find me usually at King Graves on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Yeah,
0: and myself, my name is Michael Hart. You can find me on most things at Kingpin Caribou. Um, and if you want to look out for me on Instagram, you can also tag in a dot yo yo at the end of that one as well. Um, but we're all over the place. We're on Twitch, uh, YouTube, and all of the usuals. Um, but as always, everybody, thank you for listening. Stay humble.